Testing, testing, check, one, check, two, check, three. Check. Yeah, okay. check. Ah. <clears throat> looks good, looks good. Hello everyone and welcome to the latest episode of Report This Post. My name is Geiger. That is Christian. As I look across this sea of young, eager faces, I see the future posters and trolls of the world. And we are your hosts with the posts. Every week, Christian and I select a different topic and then find horrible posts for your listening pleasure. This week's topic is graduation. Correct. Which is uh, that thing that many folks this year have not been able to do (laughs) due to the coronavirus hoax that's uh, been inflicted hmm, upon our beautiful nation by the Chinese, and uh, I wanted to take this moment to ask Christian, what what does graduation mean? What does graduation mean? Yeah, what does it mean to graduate? It's a word I've heard before, for sure. I don't have personal experience with it, but I'm sure. Yeah, I I want to ask about that. Okay. Let's see. What does graduate? Well, you, you hinted at the last... Uh, episode that you mm. don't know if you graduated high school. That's right. So, okay. <laughs> so basically, uh, I was a absolutely horrible student throughout my entire uh, school school years. Uh, mm, I think you can see why based on that last mm-hmm. sentence I just said. Uh, never applied myself. Uh, there was many years when I just straight up didn't do any homework at all. Just wouldn't even bother with it. And uh, parents didn't really care either way, so never really had a reason to bother with it. I, I mean, I knew like in like eighth grade, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm never going to college. That's not even that's not even a possibility for me." So high school was a real jerk off period, and uh, there was a I was I actually okay, so I was held back in seventh grade. Okay. Straight up failed that grade because I didn't do any work the entire year. Just would show up every day and then do nothing. Uh, and they don't let you pass when you uh, do that, <laughs> I discovered. <laughs> so in uh, in high school, it, it was like my second year of high school, uh, everyone, all the teachers and everything finally like gave up on me because, you know, <laughs> growing up throughout the years it was like he's got all this potential he's got you know high iq he's gifted and all this stuff and then by the by by was the time i was like 16 and like nah it's he's not he's, he's not he's hopeless he's, he's we, we tried it's over <laughs> so then my third year of high school wound up being my last year because i joined this like program for like uh Mm, let's just say very non-gifted students that literally the high school is like, we just need to get you out of the school as quickly as possible. (laughs) So I got to do all this work that was like, it was for like fifth graders. It was incredibly simple, like addition and subtraction and stuff like that. Just to say you actually passed a grade and you, Mm -hmm. you can graduate with this accelerated program. So, uh, but the thing is, I think I had like a, a couple other credits outstanding from high school that I don't know if I, I feel like I didn't get them, but I don't remember exactly. And uh, there were, you know, the actual graduation, I didn't bother. I had no interest in going to that and my sure. parents didn't care either. So it was like, certainly never 
like there's a picture of me like dressed up in the yearbook in the graduation thing but I don't know if that <laughs> no recognition of that whatsoever. I, I don't know if that matters. <laughs> I certainly never got an actual diploma of any sort. So, so to answer your original question, yes, <laughs> graduation is the successful completion of a oh, course of successful. study at a university, college, or school from which you receive a degree or diploma. <laughs> yeah. So that doesn't sound like me. Any of that stuff. <laughs> Couldn't, couldn't be me. Can't be me. Great. Yeah. Now, you graduated various things, is that correct? I did, yeah. I graduated both uh, both high school and uh, college, and I graduated college in three years because I did not take summers off. I just went full, wow. full year round, which I'm sure was, my, uh, my... This was my, Ivy League, correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. More like Poison Ivy League because I went to art school. Uh, mm. That's a comic book joke. Not a very good one. Um yeah, but uh, I was kind of in a similar boat in high school where, like, everything was just, like, too simple, like, to keep my mm-hmm. attention. Like, you know, finishing homework uh, in the middle, you know, in the beginning of class to hand in, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, fucked around quite a bit, but I never really got in trouble because I was too afraid of, like, fucking up <laughs> in order to. <laughs> my nice. anxiety did not allow me to, uh, be, to, to fail uh, too significantly, so... Yeah. See, I was in an unfortunate position where I had that anxiety, but also didn't care. So, so like I would be, I would like feel so bad when I fucked up, but also wouldn't bother to fix that or anything. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, so you did, you did all right. You got through it all, mm-hmm. and here you are now. Mm. Mm, here mm. I am now. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah, great. <laughs> so, uh, graduation's fun. I'm sure if we have we have some uh, some listeners who are going through that right now, or they've they've completed it recently, mm-hmm. even if uh, uh, not in the most ceremonious way, based on uh, what's going on right now. But uh, to our grads listening, we say good luck to you. Uh, it's it's most likely downhill from here. <laughs> These these literally were the best years of your life. So and they were bad. Hope you enjoyed so. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, good God. Now speaking Great. of bad, do we have any posts that are bad to read? We have a whole bunch of them. Boy, wow. Where to? Great. I don't even know where to start to dive into this episode. Probably uh, with the number one oh. <laughs> on the list <laughs> that you you painstakingly ordered. Okay, that's Great. right. All right, I'll, I'll I'll try it. I'll try it this way. Okay, so this was posted to uh, the subreddit No Stupid Questions by a now deleted user. Mm-hmm. Urgent: How to remove cum stains from graduation robe with three ah. exclamation points after it. <laughs> Great. I had my robe hanging up in the bathroom to get wrinkles out. I jerk off on the toilet, and the video was really good. And I forgot the robe was there. It's like polyester, I think, but I need to get the cum out asap. Please help. Uh huh. There's an edit here. I graduate Monday at three. Is dry cleaner an option? It's a robe. Uh, just want to make sure that everybody knows that what this guy's talking about. <laughs> so uh, this thread uh, soon devolved into whether or not it was all right to use dirty clothes as a cum rag, uh, how long mm. you can use dirty clothes as a cum rag, and how to best wash your dirty clothes that you've used as a cum rag uh, after upwards of three months of j- uh, jizzing into them. So... Oh, just a standard, <laughs> standard Reddit post. 
three months of just to a cloth of some sort. Like, like how? Okay, that's hundreds of loads pumped right into it. Can't be looking good. Yeah. Uh, but I want to get back to the original post. So this guy is, he's just sitting on the toilet. Mm-hmm. Jerking off and then just mm-hmm. spraying his cum just straight ahead wherever the hell it goes. <laughs> no care in the world. Uh, this is an this is an attitude he'll need to adjust once it gets to the real world after graduating. You know, this is what we're talking about. You can't this just is, be uh, going around willy nilly shooting cum wads for everyone. Uh, buddy. There's rules. Yeah. Until you're a CEO at self employed or whatever, you can't. <laughs> you know. CEO at my abide. own my own damn boss, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's gotta figure out some order in in his life and uh uh good luck to him. Uh and uh I'm going to read a post now from a guy who uh probably has shot off a whole lot of loads in his life uh via his own hand. This is from Reddit, graduated university a virgin and feel strange. And of course mm. this is from the subreddit R Virgin. I went to university for three years and never met anyone. In total, I went to college for six years. Is this normal? I was a commuter at the school and didn't really felt like people noticed me. I talked to girls but never made an impression on them. I was always alone in uni and always felt like a ghost. I had a lot of acquaintances but no girl who liked me. The clubs always started at 5 p.m. or they didn't fit well with my schedule. I went to a community college earlier and I also went there for three years. By the way, I'm 24 years old. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. So, six years in college, <laughs> never even, I just never yeah, even came yeah, close you know, to anything. Well, you know, it's, you know, six years in college, no one seemed to notice them. Not for lack of trying. I mean, aside from never talking to anyone or joining right. any activities or, you know, <laughs> hanging out. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, this, I knew kids like this in high school who just were sort of, you know the to there, yeah. Like <laughs> they really did feel like uh, last second extras added to the scene. You know of your life, <laughs> you're just like like they just look like filler. Like I don't know if this is this an actual person or did the are they hired by the school or something to to like add to my memories or something? What is that guy's deal? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll never talk to him, and neither will anyone else. Uh, so he's going to be a virgin till twenty-four. It's like I understand twenty-four-year-old virgin. Uh, if you don't, if you aren't surrounded by you know young puss twenty-four hours a day in college, but uh, this guy was. It sounds like, and uh, no luck. <clears throat> no luck in any way. Probably. Nope, nothing. So good luck to him. I found more similar posts on our version. I can imagine. Uh, yep, yep, a, yep. A great subreddit. I suggest everyone check out now. <laughs> to sure all our, our virgin listeners, listeners are, yeah, our power users on <laughs> virgin listeners. All right, good. Well, here's a little bit of a different directory than what we've been talking about here. I uh, I found an ebook on Amazon titled "Gender Swap at the Graduation." Becoming an Eager Bimbo by a Magic Spell by author Mm. Lakin Faith. And uh, here's the synopsis for this book. 
What are you going to do if the day of your university graduation, you are magically shifted into a craving hot lady? This is what unexpectedly happened to Liam, a hot and athletic guy who has broken his ex-girlfriend's heart. She mm. won't forget he has dumped her with no reason, and she'll definitely take revenge on him by using her magic skills. Warning. This is a 3,900 or 3.9,000 word body transformation short story. It's thrilling and exciting, as well as sexy and naughty. It's direct to the point after good, yet short, tension buildup. It contains detailed <laughs> descriptions and is extremely hot. <laughs> Be also aware that it contains a male-on-male scene. However, if this is not your cup of tea, just keep searching and I'm sure you'll be able to find what you're looking for. Thanks for stopping by anyway. <laughs> so, I dug into this lady a little bit. Here's, here's a Lake and Faith's biography. Lake and Faith has always loved to fantasize and play with characters in her stories. She loves to tantalize her readers with hot, sexy stories, paying attention to the emotions, the hot details, the odors, the atmosphere, and mm. much more. Mm. She has been writing erotic short stories as a passion for her own pleasure, but she recently decided to share them with the world and entertain people that like the genres she writes in. Enjoy her stories! Uh, that kind of sounds like a threat. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the word odor being used in, uh, to describe this stuff. It's just a bad word. Nope. Well, uh, here's a couple other books that she's written. All right. Gender Swap on Thanksgiving, Becoming an Eager Bimbo by a Magic Spell. Right. Gender Swap Bimbofication at the Gentleman's Club, Magic Body Transition from Man to Hot Bimbo. <laughs> Gender Swap Bimbo University, Self Body Swapping and Auto Bimbofication. And uh, the other one I found here is, My wife was a futa, and I became her sissy maid. A futanari on male sissification short story. Uh, so, listeners out there, futa is short for futanari, which is the Japanese word for uh, hermaphroditism. Yeah. So, that's a, that's a different, that's a different uh, avenue than what she's used to writing for. And this is a university? Uh, no, this one is just my wife. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this one. This one's this is, a post post uh, university. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, if uh, any of the listeners are out there are interested, you can read these and about uh, forty other of her books Ooh. for free on mm. Amazon. She's not even charging for this stuff. Wow. <laughs> Whoa, forty books. Good God. You know, folks, uh, if you like looking at books on Amazon but hate not paying for them, you could pay $3 for how to make extremely damn-ass good <laughs> artisan sourdough okay. bread. <laughs> it's also on Apple Books. It's a short little guide where I, I tell you how to make sourdough bread uh, with uh, humor and rye. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I feel like I need another word in there. I don't think you just say rye like that, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds pretty great, all of that. Uh, there's no, um, sissification in my book, though, I gotta... You I sure gotta about that? Very, mm, okay, so here's an interesting rant that I found on Facebook. You people need to understand the value of your education. I got mine properly at home, got done a year early, mm. and the only reason I didn't get the highest honors is become some 40-year-old who had decided to finally finish was graduating the same year... I won't even bother with people who don't see how this affects things. While you ignored yours and almost didn't graduate a grade or two, drank, did drugs, got into concussion-causing fights and scrapes, <laughs> and came nowhere near honors, but you're still likely making more money than me. Not because you did better than me, or are better than me, but because you made social connections and mannerisms that are beneficial to your survival. So you will likely always make friends easier than I, which can lead to much more opportunity. 
Well, I can do everything else without anybody's help, as long as I go unchecked, because when you don't get to kiss your teacher's ass or cheat off the homie to get through school, Mm. you simply learn to do things right to get the grades. Mm -mm. So at the end of the day, I will be happier with what I have, as it is actual truth and reality, which will lead me through the social struggles I periodically face, while your social (laughs) skills will only take you as far as your friends will allow it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now... Kind of a kind of a, a swap at the end there because didn't they start the thing with saying that the, these people's social skills will also allow them to make more money? That's right. Uh. <laughs> but but uh, but but also that's bad because this guy is uh, supposedly will be He's happier, smarter, with what he has, which doesn't really sound like it. Uh, He's that's a that you you I know you've met the people that like they've got to be the smartest person in the room, right? Mm-hmm. Like they've got. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds very much uh, akin to somebody that's just like, look, I'm, <laughs> I, I may not get as far in life as you. I may not make as much money, but my life is vastly uh, superior to yours because of my brain. So yeah, and he's he's got this like weird idea of honor, like, which to me just like is just a, an excuse for why he's not doing as well as everyone else and it's because he has honor he's saying because he's assuming well he's just assuming that anyone doing better than him it was like kiss teacher's ass or cheat sure. or whatever cheat off the ho- uh, the homie the homie yeah which this. is an interesting turn of phrase on that one I'm sure that's not an indication of anything else uh but the idea that like I did all this without making friends so that makes me better <laughs> so that's that's the better way to do it is to not have a good uh, sh- social interactions with people to guide you through life. Yeah, that's really grim. Mm-hmm. But he's happier about it, apparently. <laughs> Despite I'm the a, long rants on Facebook. I'm in a better place, yeah. <laughs> God, great. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of... Uh, well, I was gonna, never mind. Graduation, speaking, the topic of the show. Yeah. Person okay. with the handle at says stick tweeted this out. Common Core Math was created to eradicate the remainder of the education process and instate a full-fledged indoctrination program with anti-logic, false information, Mm -hmm. circular, endless thought processes, inability to resolve or solve problems in any format. So uh, somebody named Space Ninja 15 replied, so math is racist, which I'm not sure how they they got to that that conclusion. Makes perfect sense to me. (laughs) <laughs> says stick responded bingo instead right. of making them learn the math and problem solving they made school systems pass illiterate shit for brains who fucked their way to graduation or violently harassed their way to graduation or threatened with face fake ass extortion and bribery like racist instead of addressing cognitive and logic issues that are very real in certain african lineage groups from mm. genetic inbreeding and or cannibalism in their ancestry and Latino Hispanics from bad dietary gen- generations and refusal to assimilate into English culture, math is racist. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, bad dietary generations? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Uh, we've been eating. We've been eating bad for years. It's uh, it done yeah, fucked up so, my brain. <laughs> well, I would say the uh, certain African lineage. Uh, cannibalism in their ancestry that's also bad but uh, in terms of dietary oh sure yeah yeah. generation 
Yeah, so this guy's okay. I'm trying to figure out what I don't know his angle exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's break it down. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's probably a bad angle, right? Ah, uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, uh, the amount of like stupid conservatives that really hate Common Core is, is very fun. I, I don't. I've never understood that, but that's something they really, really hate. Oh yeah, and it's you know what I think it is. I think it's because they don't understand. They don't. They can't do it. Right. <laughs> I think that's the thing. Is they're well, like uh, the main th- thing is because it's like it's different than what they did. So that means it's the reason it's different has to be a bad reason. Correct. Like it's oh, yeah. it's because of uh, communism or social Darwinism, <laughs> whatever the fuck things these, those guys say. It's so that the. Uh, the less the less intelligent can fuck or harass their way into graduation. Mm. Well, again, do what you got to do. But if we're on the topic of racism, I found an interesting article titled "Unstereotyped: Meet the White Valedictorian of a Historically Black College." Mm. Unfortunately, I found that this was a thread posted on the forum Stormfront.org. User Sleeping Beauty quoted the last paragraph from it in his uh, initial post. Packwood, who eventually majored in economics, excelled at Morehouse, and in 2008, he became the school's first white valedictorian. Economically now, I'm at the top, and so from one perspective, I recognize that I'm very fortunate, and a lot of that is white privilege, said Packwood. And uh, to this, Sleeping Beauty added, where is that vomit emoji? Hmm. And uh, there's a a few more posts in that thread, notably this one from Volunteer28. Why would anybody want to go to a black university? You do everything you can to get away from them. The unfriendly faces, unattractive women, the constant racism. Why would you go there? And with a name like Packwood, he was playing with fire with a name like that. He is right there. Just had to slip that one in. (laughs) Yeah, this... Packwood seems kind of sus. All right, great. Um, well, I, I do want to point out, though, uh, that friend of the show and your own p- personal muse, uh, mm. Rachel Dolezal, is mm. also a graduate of Morehouse College. Really? So not the well, first. Well, she's a black woman, though. So well, that, I was going to say, she weird? was she was uh, <laughs> under the guise of a, uh African-American lineage while attending. So kind of slipped through on that one. Do you think... Uh, when uh, instead of being under a guy's, it'd be under a homie's when you're uh, when you're doing what what she's what she did. So this was posted to our teachers by a now deleted user. Have you known any teachers who have dated their students after graduation? When a student has graduated from school, have you known as known as teachers who began dating them shortly after? Also, what are the consequences of a teacher dating a student, both current and former? Uh, user Flirty Sanchez commented, Looking through your post history, you probably shouldn't be near high school age students of any kind. I could have it all wrong, and you want to date one of your professors, and by all means, go ahead. But you do not. Do you do seem to have a thing for teenagers. I'm not ju- one to judge someone for their kinks, but cuckoo kachoo, Mrs. Robinson. Mm, so I went on the, uh, the old Wayback Machine, did a little sleuthing, discovered that the uh, original count posted almost exclusively about the legality and moral morality of uh, having sex with underage teens. Mm. So, Mm-mm-mm. yeah. If you're wondering about the legality of having sex with 
under age. I think that's the word under is a pretty good indication that it's actually not legal. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah. So the whole, yeah, the whole over under thing sort of, that's your line with legality. Um, uh, yep. Probably. <laughs> interestingly enough, this is, uh, not the only post regarding this topic that we no. have. Uh, we have another one that will be coming up later, possibly in the bonus episode, I believe. Regarding uh, mm-hmm. mm, that sort of thing, but uh, in the meantime, we're gonna get over to a another another post from Facebook that I found. It was a, uh, a a a gentleman posting this? Every year at graduation, we fill up even the standing room and run out and charge at and tackle down our seniors afterwards. Pictures are taken with everyone and anyone. But we have been limited and demanded to keep this social stupid distancing and six feet apart and four invites because of a world-altering illness I still don't believe really exists. <laughs> yep, I said it. Never not even seeing people who were told they had it and presented symptoms, yet I never still believed it. What? Yet all over this country they are gathering in masses, burning, looting, beating up people. I mean the worst. I say we protect these limitations that have been set on our seniors and us. This world needs normalcy. Just show up. And many of you, if just cause we want to love on our families, we aren't doing wrong. We aren't going to spread a stupid sickness. Where's faith? Where's fair? Where's common sense? (laughs) Sure, hate me. I'm good with that. But I'm sick of living according to media and political narratives and agendas. Where are the brave? (laughs) Where are the respirators? Yeah. Uh. Uh, I want to read this sentence again. Uh, never not even seeing people who were told they had it and present them symptoms, I never still believed it. That's too, such way too a many thing negatives. As in quadruple negatives. Yeah. <laughs> never not. Yeah. I never not been done seeing that the uh, yeah. good God yeah. Almighty. Um, All right. So this is what I've noticed also. I mean, just in general. People really have a problem with, like, being minorly inconvenienced for uh, a shortly extended point of time in this country. And it's it's very funny to me to see that, like, you know what? This thing, it's it's affected my life, and uh, that means that it's obviously a hoax, so I'm yeah. just going to ignore it. And uh, Like, I would respect these people so much more if they were like, look, I just don't want to wear the mask. It sucks, like, it, like my when my... I forgot to brush my teeth, so I got to smell my own breath. It sucks. I don't want to do it. But instead, it's like, well, this it's a hoax. Yeah. You have to justify it somehow. That's right. about instead the best of, they can do it. Right. Instead of saying like, yeah, I this, yeah, right. So instead of saying like, I have a problem with it, it's just like the world is suddenly against me. Uh, mm-hmm. The protagonist of reality. Uh, yeah. This obvious hoax. Yeah. Very cool. Or it's, you know, it's real, but it's not that serious. And in fact, it's now a government ploy to control us or whatever. It's all, it's incredible so much just because they feel like a dork wearing a mask in public or whatever insecurities they have. Uh, they, they, they think it look goofy. Anything but that. But yeah, they do. You look you're like also, a goofy. You're also helping people out, so just keep doing it. Wear your mask, folks. That's your that's unless your you don't want to. Mit- but otherwise, <laughs> okay, great. So this is a another tweet I found 
from a Twitter user with a completely animated out avatar and a profile banner image and everything. Tweeted this out. Um, so long story short, I used my birthday slash graduation money to buy 43 volumes of Haikuyu, you know, mm-hmm. like an idiot. And attached is a series of photos of a whole bunch of manga books uh, about volleyball, of all things. That's what the storyline involves. So I looked it up, and each volume of the series averages about $12 per book. So this Mm. person spent over $500 on manga. (laughs) So so there somehow exists minimum 43 volumes of volleyball manga. Correct. At At minimum, correct. Yes. That that was the first forty three. <laughs> well, I, I I I mean probably yeah. I don't think there's too much more out there. I don't think this guy was going to just stop at forty three, right? Like, like eh, forty three is enough for me. I don't want to be outrageous with my uh, my volleyball manga spending. Yeah, oh my uh, god. But I looked up Haikyuu, Haikyuu, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, here's uh, the description of it. Shoyo Hanada, after seeing a volleyball match, aims to become the next small giant and thus joins his middle school volleyball club. After finding new members, he sets out for the middle school tournament where he crosses paths with a formidable school with the king of the upper court, Tobio Kagayama. Although his team lost, Hanada is still determined to aim for the top and exact revenge on Kagayama. And upon entering high school, he receives the biggest surprise. He and Kagayama are in the same high school volleyball club. Mm. Can you imagine the drama? The worst fucking thing. <laughs> I really hated that paragraph. Don't like that I had to read that. But good news, folks. <laughs> we are doing an anime episode in just a couple weeks. I thought you were going to do an accent, but okay, good. I'm glad. Oh, I'm saving that for the <laughs> premium episode of that one. Uh, but that, I feel like that's a long time coming, anime. And, uh,. That'll, I'm sure that'll include manga and what else, uh, or manga, as I believe it's actually pronounced. <laughs> Doing the Master Roshi from from Ronin. Thing. Okay, cool. Doing the Splinter from Teenage yeah. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> so uh, here's a post from Facebook. Uh, it's reacting to a parade that the class of 2020 graduates is getting in uh, this lady's town. For all the seniors that are beeping your fucking horn, celebrating your graduation, go back to school and get a real fucking diploma. I truly, highly believe that. They Mm. should totally redo what they've missed the past six months and earn it. I went every single day unless I was truly sick and puking. We made it to school in the winter no matter how much snow we got. Even when I lived in the valley, I went to school every single day. And also when I lived by myself, taking care of myself and bills, cooking, cleaning, and going to school and working as well. I can say I straight up earned that shit. I almost graduated with honors, but the school guidance counselor wasn't sure if my GPA was going to be high enough or not. But turns out that I should have been on that list. I had straight A's my senior year. I went to Votech, passed written tests, but not the cooking part. But hey, at least I passed the written part. Still got my serve safe certificate, even though it's expired as of 2018. <laughs> on top of that, I went to college. For real, seniors, go back to school and earn that shit. You just don't graduate just because. You got to put work into it. I'm sure y'all think you're special, but truly and honestly, you didn't get the education or knowledge to own a diploma. Great. So, like, this lady thinks that they just, she doesn't know that they were, like, doing school at home. Yeah, no, exactly. Does not understand that schooling continues. It's just like, hey, that last six months of school, we're just going to give that to you. 
Like yeah. you, you're all gonna. <laughs> also, it was like two months. It wasn't even six months. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I also I also love the fact that this is like a an in real life uh we walked uphill both ways to school yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> like, i went even when i was having uh, uncontrollable diarrhea i went to school and look how i turned out uh, i have a serve safe certificate that expired two <laughs> years ago <laughs> why reach why for the stars kids <laughs> why did you bring that up <laughs> why did you bring that up lady it's just <laughs> Oh yeah, it's and I went to college. Easy. Like I would have led with, <laughs> led with that. Yeah, I would have just left, left well, it at that. Not. I'm gonna guess she maybe lasted a semester in college, which is why she didn't <laughs> go too hard on that point. God, that's well, good for her. I'm sure she has a lot of other interesting posts over on Facebook that are as as long or if not longer than that one. Yeah, so. that was also all in one paragraph, you know, that kind of rant. I actually <laughs> like I had you to break it up. it up just for my own sake cuz I don't think I could read that and that's the way these people talk. And these people, what's that mm. mean? From R off my chest. Really scared to graduate college and become a quote unquote adult. Mm. I'm scared, like really scared. I feel exposed and vulnerable. I'm a 22-year-old guy capitalized for some reason guy with an uppercase g i have a year left of college and live with my parents i have a chronic adrenal slash pituitary slash hormonal disorder Mm. i'm overweight due to all the cortical steroids i take for a long time i'm five six and 250 pounds i've gained 60 pounds since graduating high school i've never had a girlfriend or even a girl be interested in me i didn't really care that i didn't have a girlfriend until i was 20 and started to feel behind my mom went to every doctor's appointment with me until i was 20 I've struggled with my weight my whole life, and for years she has went to Weight Watchers meetings every weekend with me. Also, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but she still cuts my fingernails. She has my whole life. When I was in my first year of college, about an hour away from my house, she used to drive up every week or two to cut them. I own my own business that is semi-successful. I invest in the stock market, yet I feel hmm. so behind. Society's expectations weigh heavily on me. I feel crushed by them. At 22, I should be graduating college. At 22, I shouldn't be living with my parents. I can't grasp how one year it's okay to live with your parents and a year or two later society labels you as a moocher, a freeloader, or as a mental health patient. All of a sudden, something is wrong with the life I've always been living and the way I've been living it. How do things change that fast? Uh, So there's only one comment on this post, and it is, uh, have you thought about therapy? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think that's... If it's in fact, even that is, he should just say go to therapy. Don't like. <laughs> <laughs> don't not, it's, it's an action, not a not like a literally. Suggestion. I'm commanding you go to therapy. Uh, yeah, a guy who invests in the stock market, but his uh, mommy still cuts his fingernails is like a brand new type of guy. I've never, <laughs> never thought I'd ever encounter. Hey, everybody! I just found a new kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm very, I'm very happy to have discovered this. Oh my god. Um, and uh, five six two fifty. Mm. Yep, been there. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. In fact, I've been, I've been on the sadder side of that into the two seventies. So I can. Uh, it's it's not a good look. I I don't I don't know what this guy looks like, but it's not a good look. I can. <laughs> Cur- oh curly hair. God. 
All right. We don't have to keep going. That's fine. (laughs) (sighs) So uh, speaking of Reddit, I found Mm -hmm. a thread on there titled, Graduated College, but my girlfriend is still attending. Okay. Now, if that title is confusing, keep in mind this is from R. MGTOW. 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 I will be leaving college and moving forward in life, and she will be still attending. I'm thinking of breaking up with her when the summer's over because the time we will spend together will be drastically low. She will be engaging and having fun in her college, and I will be working and planning out my life. It's like we're living in two different worlds. Given the nature of women, she will eventually find some other guy near and around her and do Mm. everything that we did Mm. but with this new replacement guy. I'd rather not deal with the potential promiscuity and trouble associated with you don't spend enough time with me anymore and calling the quits. What do you think about this? Should I really try and keep the relationship going while she is attending college and I'm out doing real shit? And the top response, Mm -hmm. toss a coin. (laughs) Heads, dumper. Tails, dumper. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say... Not sure what he thought the answer is going to be from the uh, MGTOW crew. I there were several posts like that. Like, what What do you think you're doing here with this question? Like, you right, know what the answer is. It's right in the name. <laughs> I mean, it's right Literally. in the name of the damn thing. Yeah. Uh, he cross-posted I, that to uh, R the Red Pill as well. So he, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> Sometimes, he just, like... He, he's holding out for that one person to be like, no, bro. Like, you can make it work. And he's like, you know, you know no, what, maybe what I this, can. <laughs> what this guy's doing is he's like, I 100% want to get rid of her, but I also feel like I shouldn't, but I'm going to just go ahead and uh, make sure that the people I do ask are going to be 100% agreeing with me. <laughs> so he can feel like he did his due diligence, even though he... Yeah, so then he's yeah. like, when she's like, why? And it's like, well, you know, my friends and I were talking. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I went to... Uh, Dumpyourgirlfriend.com and asked if I should dump my girlfriend. <laughs> and, and I hit the I hit the submit button and it just said yes and big. Yeah. It was a black background with neon green letters. Yeah, yeah. Oh so he did he did his part. And by, by the way, he's like twenty two. Like, yeah, just dump your girlfriend. Sure. Did you Let's have go. something else you want to add? <laughs> I did. If you go to Patreon.com/slash/report this post, you will find bonus episodes of uh, this podcast, which include uh, (laughs) great content such as uh, more graduation posts. Plus, every single week, we uh, we have bonus episodes for you guys, or bonus posts for you guys that we place into bonus episodes. And it's super listenable, right? Yes. (laughs) And super super high quality. I was just thinking when you said that there's a... uh, there's bonus episodes of this. It'd be funny if we put, just posted bonus episodes of another podcast. <laughs> that's you know what? That's, that's actually a- not a bad idea. If we can get some of the people don't want to don't want to pay those uh, commies over at Chapo Trap House and want to give the money to us. We can just, do <laughs> just that. rip it. <laughs> cool. All right. Good. So an image of a school memo was posted to Reddit, and it's on official letterhead for the school, and here's what it reads. This is in all caps. Attention to all students and faculty. Mandatory penis inspection. Mm. Class. To all male students, faculty, and staff at Riverside High School. 
Loudoun County Public Schools are requiring to conduct mandatory penis inspections on all male students, faculty, and staff at all Loudoun County High Schools in accordance with Health Code 9.51. This year's penis inspection will take place on Tuesday, March 12, 2019. All circumcised males should report to the guidance suite, and all uncircumcised males should report to the nurse's suite. If you are unable to attend, a district official can arrange to meet with you on your own time. Note... All male students must attend an ins- inspection or they will not graduate. If you have any questions about the inspection, contact Mike Hawk, Director of Genital Commissions. Great. So this letter is signed by the school superintendent and Richard L. Dong, head penis inspector. <laughs> so obviously. Very subtle so, humor in that one. Very, su- yeah. F- waited till the end to get to it. So this is uh, from the New York Post. A Connecticut high school student managed to hack into his school's computer system and deliver an email about a mandatory penis inspection to all faculty, staff, and students. The school's dean sent a follow-up email to parents apologizing for the prank, and it was not clear, however, how the students managed to break into the system. Mm. It was something funny, but at the same time, it was something scary, one concerned parent (laughs) told the network. You get some high schooler hacking into the system? Think about it. What are we doing wrong for security? The school district did not comment about the prank, but... Yeah. I mean, I think we, like, we understand how this works. Every single high school in America has the shittiest computer system and website imaginable because they were just designed by the students in fourth period who had it as an assignment. Like, this, you have to design a a secure infrastructure for our network, and then... They oh, yeah, do it. That's right. And by the end of the first semester, they've done it. And uh, anyone with any sort of brain could easily get into it because, uh, and it's amazing because I was looking at my uh, my old high school's uh, website recently, and it's still the same, yeah. like just as shitty. <laughs> like we know how to make these yeah. things now. Even like you can like accidentally make a secure, <laughs> okay, somewhat attractive looking <laughs> website. But high schools now, now, really look like shit. Did you did you do any pranking in high school? Did you ever get in trouble for something? Because I have, I I did for mm, sure. For, for sure, nothing. No, nothing of uh, any sort of significance. No, just the usual shenanigans. Yeah. So very similar to this. Um, I got in trouble for carrying a like duffel, not a duffel bag, but like a an art art bag in high school because back in the day kids we used to have to wear uh see-through backpacks and mesh backpacks Jesus. to school after uh columbine and uh, 9-11 <laughs> for for you you all out there that weren't born then um so i used to carry this bag that wasn't see-through and the vice principal would always get on my ass about it and then one time he like gave me detention or whatever so i logged onto a computer in the art room and printed out copies uh, that said had his name uh, and was like Hail Fuhrer Chris King, and then I put like swastikas and stuff on it, and I printed like a thousand copies to every mm. printer in the school. Uh, so there was just like ten thousand copies of this thing around, and I uh, got in big big trouble, mm-hmm. and I had to uh, write an apology <laughs> ten times on the back of every single sheet. Oh wow! Uh, for two weeks in school suspension. So God damn, that's that sucks. Yeah, I got I got suspended a whole bunch, mostly just for like punching other kids or whatever. But <laughs> the, I I guess the closest thing to that was uh, I I was the producer of the morning TV show at oh, some point okay. for so, some reason okay. I don't even remember I don't remember why, and it was like not just that but like the uh, 
announcements over the uh, PA or whatever, you know, in the morning. Okay. And we would usually play like, just have, play a song. Uh, it was like between <laughs> first period and homeroom or something like that. I would, you play a song as people are going to class. It's usually, you know, what you would expect at a early break aughts. Break stuff, sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, no, break stuff is was too hardcore, which is why I was like, I'm gonna do something a little fun. So I played a, a an Opeth song, <laughs> Blackwater Park, a ten minute death metal song, and uh, it took several minutes before the uh, growling death vocals came in, and then at that point, the uh, the lady who was running that class with her big giant red hair ran in and said, "Turn off that satanic music! Turn it off! Turn it off!" <laughs> So that was about the, in terms of school-wide prank, I guess. Even though yeah. I, I just did it because I liked the song, but I also knew it would, uh, it, it would cause a little bit. It of would, issue, yeah. Sure, you you know. would, it would I ruffle some feathers. Yeah, doing. you're you're a trickster. I get it. I get it. That's right. <laughs> you know me. Now, speaking of school, a school district in Ohio decided that they were getting rid of the valedictorian and salutatorian titles because students were getting way too competitive about it, affecting their lives in a negative way. This was posted to Facebook with this comment. This is ridiculous, and they offered no actual reasoning behind why they are doing it. Why take away those titles if you are still recognizing the top five students anyway? Mm, Okay. Uh, Another person commented with this. Taking away the title of valedictorian has been going on for years, supposedly so other students don't feel bad about their own performance, yet many still give recognition to athletes. I believe it is all part of the grand scheme to dumb down students and sneak in communism by taking away incentives for individual achievement. That's cool. Yeah. School district in Ohio is communist, apparently. (laughs) The the idea of a, a communist utopia... Where all the uh, meathead jocks are lording over the weak-bodied <laughs> brainiacs. That's something I can get on board with. I like the sound. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, know yeah. what? That does sound like Let's start thing. rolling that out. Let's mm-hmm. do this. Uh, again, it's like, just like we talked about earlier, where if something happens that someone doesn't like, it can't just be, well, I disagree yeah, with it that. Can't, it's, there's got to be some sort it's of a personal master yes. scheme there going on. <laughs> The NWO is taking away our valedictorian. Yeah, right. It's like the school board meeting in, you know, out, out the outskirts of Columbus, Ohio, being like, <laughs> I think it's about time we uh, got real Marxist up in here. It's, it's uh, like a re- remake of Red Dawn, except the uh, the communists are coming from inside the oh high school God. rather than parachuting down. <laughs> if you want to send that idea to some sort of conservative film studio, you will make millions of dollars. So I suggest you do that. I'll get. A, I'll, I'll. I'll put it out on uh, Parlor over there, the, oh, the yeah. new site that I love to be on all the time. Parlor's great, gang. Go check it out. It's like Twitter, but somehow a thousand times shittier. The app is absolute dog shit. But I'm on there. You're on there. It's fun. We're enjoying uh, uh, posting about (laughs) just just saying (laughs) various conservatives are gay. That's pretty much most of the posts that I've seen on there so far. Yep. Lots of good fun. They didn't really think that one through. There was not really a screening process on. <laughs> well, that's sort of the, why it's so good for them. It's like, oh, it's completely free speech. Say whatever you want. It's like, well, you're going to find reason, out that's folks. <laughs> not really how you want it to be. <laughs> Great. So this was posted to the blog at cyclonelife.net. 
which is a student-run internet site for the Iowa State University. And the title of this blog is, Why Graduation is Like Being at Hogwarts. I've been a Harry Potter fan since before the beginning, and you can only imagine, what, I don't even know what the hell that means. And you can only imagine my heartbreak knowing that I will never get my own owl with my Hogwarts letter. I felt like I got pretty close when I crossed the stage in Hilton Coliseum to receive my diploma. Here's a few reasons why I felt like I was in the wizarding world, even if it were only for a few hours. Graduation gowns equal wizard. Graduation gown equals wizard robes. Yep, the undergrad and master's gowns are the traditional black gowns, kind of like what the Hogwarts kids wore in the first two movies. The only thing I needed was a wand. We have funny hats, too. The mortar board is the graduation version of the pointy-looking wizard hats that were pretty much exclusively used in the first movie. I definitely pretended it was a wizard hat during the ceremony. Walking into the Great Hall for the first time. It's hard to describe the feeling of walking into Hilton for the first time being surrounded by so many people. It was kind of like when the doors opened on the Great Hall for the first time and Harry's jaw just dropped. Mm -hmm. You were surrounded by history, not only yours, but everyone who came before you. It's an amazing feeling. So this post continues to go on and on for dozens of more paragraphs, uh, but it got a whopping zero comments, zero likes, and zero shares. So brutal. Mm-hmm. So this the ceremony at the school for the movies is is like a ceremony from school from from real life. Is that what I'm getting at? <laughs> It's almost like they were inspired by an actual graduation <laughs> ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. That is pathetic. Uh, yeah, I don't know what uh, oh, what they mean uh, uh, being a Harry Potter fan since before the beginning. That doesn't seem... Yeah, I, that, I, that I'm having trouble parsing what is exactly this, is that this could J.K. Rowling? <laughs> it was another white blonde woman, so maybe they... Uh, it would be really be. funny if it was, and she was like explaining that why they're the they're similar, and because, and like no one cares because she, like if she actually posted that as herself, the amount of people who'd be like, oh my god, it's amazing how how accurate this is. <laughs> She's a genius. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. She's really cool. We yeah. love her. Like, except for all that stuff that she's doing recently. But other than that, she's cool. And what stuff is that? Um, now, from uh, this okay. is uh, from our relationship advice. My husband wants to kick out our son as soon as he graduates. And I'm not so sure I agree. Our son is a senior at the moment, but he's expected to be graduating this year. He'll be turning 18 in August, and that's why my hu- that's when my husband wants to kick him out. He's persistent in his beliefs and unwavering that he wants him to spread his wings to handle life on his own. That also means he won't be giving him any sort of financial aid, etc. It's not as if our son is lazy. He's a very hard worker and spends most of his time cracking the books or at after-school football practice. But he wanted to hold off on college just until he can get a good idea to what he wants. Personally, I found it very mature of him to, to want to, but my husband disagrees and thinks it's a sign of him being lazy and immature. We've been arguing nonstop. My argument is so long as he is working and helping out. What's the harm in him staying? Why should one be expected to abandon their kids the moment they become adults? He's our child, our our only child, our baby. I want him to mm-hmm. leave when he is ready. Why push him out so soon? 
I sort of feel it as a mother. I failed it if I'm abandoning him so soon when he isn't ready. Intense and uh, over 6,000 comments from wow. people offering all sorts of advice. But here's one that stood out to me, a comment from uh, young pal Gleesh. If he lives, he lives. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> yeah. Which the, can be the answer to literally any question. Anything. That yeah, thing. that's right. <laughs> the Rocky Four approach to life. Yeah. Um, okay. So did my mom write this? Oh, Seems. no. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, no. Um, this is not like an uncommon thing, though, right? Like, this is just like, yeah, this is a very dad thing to be like, all right, time to start. Take care of your own shit. Just get, the get fuck away out from my me. house. Yeah. I mean, that's really what she's not. I don't know if she's understanding that the reason he wants the kid out is so the kid will be out of the house. He doesn't have to deal with the kid anymore. It's not. <clears throat> it's not because he wants his son to spread his wings or whatever. <clears throat> it's because he just doesn't want to deal with having this little AJ Soprano motherfucker just at home all the time. <laughs> just sitting on the computer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what, yeah, that's what this always is. That's um, what it is. Uh, but yeah, 6,000 comments, like, it was almost evenly split between, like, your husband's a monster and he should go to prison. Mm. And then a bunch of dudes that are like, your son should already be kicked out. If he can't make it, he's a fucking loser, you know, whatever. So True. Again, the answer is probably somewhere in the middle of that. Um, just, uh, you prop, 18-year-olds generally do not do great out on their own. Um, no, no. He, uh, he, he, he will be back. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. He's going to be back in some way. As uh, When it happened to me, Similar sort of situation. Yeah, I wound up uh, not just coming back, but having to borrow like ten grand at some point for uh, oh. a couple things uh, that went wrong. Uh, it happens. So if you do that, you also have to understand uh, that you will have to do some shit you don't want to do as well. So, uh, But in the meantime, <laughs> you'll have a couple months free of the annoying little kid that lives in your house. <laughs> That you are, oh! Then it, yeah. Then a couple months later, he'll come back with a uh, drinking problem. So it'll be great. Good. Absolutely, which I'm sure he got from the old man. <laughs> okay, enough introspective stuff here. Yeah. A guy named Brian tweeted this out in response to an article about schools ending their academic years years early due to COVID. Mm-hmm. It would be nice if those seniors could have one more game, one more race, one more tennis match, one more hole of golf before mm. they graduate. So true. Sure. Uh, someone named MN Kick commented, one more hug from grandma. Mm. To which Brian responded, grandma died years ago. Not interested in digging her up. My 70-year-old <laughs> parents did stop by yesterday. I was busy at work and didn't get to see them. Get to see them again on Sunday at a graduation party. So M.M. kept commenting back, I was referencing those theoretical seniors you spoke of. Glad you have the privilege of knowing you can't infect your parents, though. That's good news. Brian says, hey, they've been out and about grocery shopping. I know they can't get it at big box stores. And M.M. Kick said, again, you're more fortunate than others, and that's okay. Enjoy it. So this guy's just, like, completely missing the point of what this person's trying to say. Like... Yeah, my grandma died. I'm not gonna dig. What? What? I'm gonna dig my grandma up? What are yeah. you nuts? Like, how can no, I get, how no, can no, get no, a no. hug from grandma? She died. That doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> uh, I know they can't get it at big box stores. 
because what because you have to wear a you have to costco instituted a thing where you had to wear a mask going so he's just like yeah they're wearing the mask at costco they're not gonna get it so they're fine but just go to their dot 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 what the fuck is this <laughs> this is some sort of weird autism right where uh don't know. Great, i honestly don't know great bit. it's the kind of bit that i like to do on there uh like where i uh, do not understand what the person's saying and just making them very frustrated. <laughs> and that's, that's so good. Just yeah, just like completely steering the conversation in a different direction every with every response. Yep. Yeah. Now, speaking of directions, we are going to go forward with the next and last post for this episode. Is that correct? Yeah. And uh, this is actually a series of posts uh, that I found when I went to our stand-up shots to find some good jokes about graduating. Now, if you remember, Christian, stand-up shots is a great subreddit where comedians uh, post mm. pictures of themselves <laughs> standing <laughs> at an open mic in front of absolutely nobody, I'm sure. Uh, and then they, they overlay text on top of the image. And uh, mm. we are usually led to believe that these are jokes, so I found a several regarding a graduate. I'd like to read to you right now. Okay, great. User Forrest BJ posted this one. I'm a grad student at Columbia right now. It's great. I finally figured out what I wanted to do in life. I always wanted to be in massive debt. Columbia <laughs> was the perfect choice. Funny. That's funny. This one's from Sean Riley Comedy. I don't trust new college graduates. In real life, they say stuff like, Google has way too much power and we need to do something about it. Then on LinkedIn, they'll say, I'm so humbled and excited to announce that I've accepted a new role as project manager at Google. Mm. Good. You, you can tell there's, you know, he, you kind of know where he was going with that, but uh, yeah, technically just, funny, I would say. Technically. Yeah, technically. it's just a, a real round, long roundabout way of mm. getting there. <laughs> took the long way, yeah. And uh, finally, this one's from Becky Bronstein. This year, Metallica donated a million dollars to community colleges across the country, giving countless underprivileged students the chance to finally pursue their Masters of Puppets. Mm. Mm. Uh, again, you understand what they're going for. If I heard that live on stage, I'd be very upset. Uh, <laughs> Go up front. Hey, can you, I get my money back? You can't do a this, pun. Please? Like that's a good. That's a tweet, right? At yep. best, that's a tweet. I think that's what most of these are. Is their tweets that they use to workshop their jokes that don't go anywhere. But it's on a um, picture of them standing in front of people. So that what you're <laughs> suggesting is that they're lying. No, I think that the joke is the 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 text is a tweet that they just overlie on a two or three year old uh, photo of them doing stand up. So. Mm, again, that sounds like you're you're suggesting that they're not being completely honest with. with yeah, this. that's right. Because they're stand-up comics. Now they're, they're paid to lie. They're jesters. Now uh, <laughs> that Masters of Puppets one actually got two comments. Uh, one of them being this might be funny if any of those colleges had a puppetry program and community <laughs> colleges had masters programs. As it is, though, it's it's like you made up a bunch of shit so you could shoehorn in a pun. <laughs> That's fucking brutal. <laughs> Imagine, <laughs> yeah, could be funny if it was uh, anywhere plausible. <laughs> God damn, that's good. 
18 bonus posts available over at patreon.com slash report this post. We, uh, we recorded another episode for you guys, more graduation stuff covering such topics as healing gyms, f- uh, family court, K-pop, <laughs> and diapers. Yeah. So go over on there, check it out. In the meantime, what we're going to do now is take a preview at next week's episode. Next week I'll report this post. Next week I'll report this post. Next week I'll report this post. More of the same old shit. Christian, what the hell was on next week's show? Landlords. Landlords. Oh, hell yeah. Landlords. We love those landlords, don't we, folks? (laughs) Folks, don't we love our landlords? Oh, boy. This Uh, this has been a topic I think it's a long time coming. Yeah. And uh, I am excited to announce that we will be having a special guest joining us. Correct. Um, I'm not going to say who because uh, I'm just going to announce that we have someone joining us. Um, okay, good. Someone Can who's, I make uh, an announcement too? You have an announcement to make? Okay. Well, you finish your thing. I was just going to say this is a, a gentleman who's uh, uh, sort of a mythical figure in the, uh, the Twitter community. <laughs> Um, so it's going to be very a cri- fun. A cryptid, if you will. Yeah. yeah well, he kind yeah. of yeah. <laughs> He is. He is. I know. Uh, yeah. So this uh, this episode that we're, we're going to be recording next week, this is actually uh, was chosen by mm-hmm. listener Cliff, who's a patron over at patreon.com. So if you join at the admin level, after two months, you get to choose a topic, and then we will do that topic as an episode within reason. Because, sure. again... We're not monsters, but, um, yeah. So Cliff said, you know, Hey, have you ever thought of doing a landlord's episode? And we thought, yeah, we have. So we might as well do it. So, <laughs> uh, if you're interested in choosing an, ep- an episode, you can either do that at the admin level, or you can go over to store envy or report this post at store and actually purchase an episode topic, which and we had someone we do would- just, I think last week. And that mm-hmm. will be coming up uh, in a timely fashion. I uh, don't want to say what the topic is, but it will come out uh, in the, the time that it makes sense for it to come out. Is that <laughs> is that cryptic yeah. enough? That's Yeah, I think so. It's going to be, cryptic. that one's going to be a lot of fun. I can guarantee <sighs> both of these are going to be real good. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to, I have a post for you guys to preview next week's Landlord episode. A person named Julian Scara asked the Landlord Roundtable group on Facebook this. Has anyone ever had to give back the security deposit? A few months ago, my long-term tenants left my place in surprisingly good condition, and I racked my brains trying to find something they broke, and I couldn't fault them for a single thing. I think it was because it's a newly built apartment. Every other property in my portfolio was an older building with things sure to fall apart. It's got me wondering if investing in newer properties is worth it or not if you don't get to keep that deposit. Wow. <laughs> oh my god, that stinks. Wow. I've I've never gotten a security deposit back. Never. Mm, so I think uh yeah, honestly I think um I was actually someone asked on Twitter today like how many places have you lived in? 
don't know if you saw that viral thing going around. Mm-mm. And uh, I did the math. And I think it was nine places that I've lived total in terms of uh, as an adult. Uh, and I, I think after like the fifth one, I just I never expected to get the deposit. <laughs> yeah, it's just like okay, you just don't this get is it. A, this is not a deposit. This is just a, this is it's a it's an investment into uh, <laughs> whatever. I mean, right yeah. into your pocket, sir. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, you just sort of like okay, I just got to pay. Like the word, it's like uh, you know, some places have like pet deposits as well, but they're like non refundable. Sure. Yeah. And I've always why call it a deposit? I remember then, like right? asking yeah. the landlord that I was like, so why do you call it a deposit? And he was uh, well, it, he he sort of stuttered, didn't know what to say to that. I was like, all right, so just look, here's the fucking money. <sighs> yeah. So anyway, that's gonna be a fun episode. Um, there's a lot of really bad landlords, as some of you folks can attest to. And mm-hmm. uh, look forward to that one with our very special guest, uh, who will be very excited to join us. Uh, but oh. Christian, in the meantime, were there any posts this week that made you say, This ain't it, this ain't it, this ain't it, if this shit sucks, why'd you post this great message? This ain't it, kill yourself. Yes, sir. So my This Ain't It Chief this week was uh, sent in by several listeners, um, and it's actually somebody that I've covered on the show a couple times before. This is from Fangirl Jean mm. over on Twitter, who is some sort of feminist uh, sure. auteur. She tweeted this out. Himbo is ableist. Yeah. I find fetishizing someone's supposed lack of intelligence to be predatory. Why would you desire someone who seemingly has less power than you? Why is that sexy? Why is that different from preying on underage kids? It's not. So she was promptly canceled for that quite quickly and came back with, I apologize for using the idea of preying on children as shorthand for predatory behavior in adults, which feeds into the harmful stereotypes that neurodivergent people are (laughs) helpless children and hurt fellow survivors of child sexual assault by diminishing our experiences into a buzzword. I appreciate people explaining the meaning of himbo and really like the concept of a guy who has the physical power, but not the toxic danger that physicality represents on toxic masculinity. I'd love to know more, but would really like to avoid ableist slurs like dumb. So that's just a fraction of that thread. Um, And the entire thing just made me say this ain't it chief it also opened up the door to a lot of himbo discourse uh which sucked yeah big time. So. Um, i i gotta say this was uh this is a, a first for me where i heard someone saying a term was ableist that i've never even seen before i've never heard someone say <laughs> himbo before so i felt like i was kind of missing out on the whole initial himbo thing <laughs> i'm guessing himbo just means what a dumb hot guy really is that what we're yeah talking about? it's just okay. it's a male it's a male bimbo so that Himbo. makes sense. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, Fangirl Gene is – we've had so many Fangirl Gene types on the show. Mm-hmm. The uh, They're all <laughs> incredibly similar. They're uh, fan fiction writing ladies who are way too serious <laughs> about the dumbest shit imaginable. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why those two worlds have collided, but – um, she's actually said some extremely dumb shit before, 
to not avoid an ableist slur like Tom. Back in 2016, she tweeted this little thread out. Moana not having romantic relationships extends her appeal to white women who don't look like her and won't be threatened by her sexuality. Making a woman of color non-sexual is neither feminist nor subversive. It's how you make her acceptable to racist white women. (laughs) Especially if the brown girl is a child or has no romantic relationships. She's the perfect Uh avatar for white folks to dress up in, like Lilo. Desexualizing women of color by coding them as strong or as a child is still controlling our sexuality. It's not feminist, it's racist. So, nope. When you, <coughs> you Lilo of a uh, Lilo and Stitch, the <laughs> early two thousands Disney movie, by making Lilo a child and thus not interested in sex, what you're doing is racist. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you're coding the child as a child, and that is racist. That's right. So, <laughs> so first, <laughs> it's a it's it's okay because somebody responded to that thread with a, uh, uh, didn't you write Star Wars incest fan fiction? Mm. Which she did. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, it's a never ending. That's a good just, rebuttal to almost anything I would say. Right? <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, Christian, Great. did, did uh, anyone call up our voicemail, 904-468-POST, this week? Yes, actually, we did. We got quite a few few calls, but uh, this one caught my eye. This is from Lewis, and I'd like to play this. It's <laughs> it's kind of a uh, kind of out of our range of expertise, mm. but I want to play it anyways. Great. Hi, guys. This is Lewis. Uh, I was scrolling through Twitter the other day, and... Uh, I noticed this thing, and I, I decided to check on it later. And uh, so this is a Kickstarter. It is for a thing called Analog. It is a uh, essentially a to-do list. It's it's just a it's a index card that has lines on it that you write your thing on, and it comes in a like card case. So it's like a deck of cards, essentially. Um, So I'm calling at about 4 o'clock on Wednesday, June 24th. Um, The creator of this invention has gotten (laughs) $105,000 out of 1,182 contributors. This man, whose name is Jeff Sheldon, is a five-star A1 grifter. He weaseled over $100,000 out of a bunch of brain dead fucking monkeys. And to those 100, <laughs> 1,182 backers, God. I do say this ain't it, Chief. No, it's so good. Jeff, Lewis. No, no, this isn't, this ain't it, this ain't it, Chief. That's a, this is 100% it, Chief. As I've, as I've explained <laughs> a thousand times, if you can grift people like that, I completely support it 100%. That is so good. <laughs> Good for you, Jeff Sheldon. Oh my Lewis, God. I appreciate the call. Uh, now, and I, there's an idea for a podcast of uh, uh, Kickstarters that stink. Mm. What about what about that? Say mm. like uh, we can call it like uh, we we can call it um, 
uh, Chapo Trap House. <laughs> All right, okay. so what's, what's your thing? So I found a uh, I found a uh, really bad thing here this week. Uh, some uh, conservative uh, goofy gay guy named Chadwick Moore tweeted this out. I'm sorry, blacks, but you already have a month. <laughs> Juneteenth isn't a thing. Don't colonize our month as well. Thanks. Signed, the gays. Uh, about uh, 22 million <laughs> negative comments later, he added, uh, this tweet seems to have touched a nerve with the left because they were all thanking it. <laughs> that's right. That, that's what, okay. that's what happened. <laughs> Oh boy! So uh, you all, you all were thinking it. I just happened to. I just said that is it, the best so. possible response when you get called out for like saying something horrific. Well, you guys were, you guys were thinking it as well. I so I like that. I think I'm going to start using that one. That's good. You just type the n word sixty times in the <laughs> Twitter box and hit enter, and you're like, well, you guys were, you guys have that same thought in your head all the time too. So. I'm free. I'm just the one brave enough to say it, right? So yeah. I'm the one who shouldn't have gotten fired for that. In fact, you all should have gotten fired for it. Not me. So uh, is all that nice? Is he on? Uh, is what's up? Yeah, is he on? Is he on that new parlor new platform? I'm gonna check real mm-hmm. quick as we are here right now. Let me see if I can find it. This guy's name is Chadwick Moore, which is a extremely stupid conservative guy name. <laughs> Oh, I just found out a guy named uh, Christopher Dorner is following me on Parlor. <laughs> this app, this app's actually really good. Uh, <laughs> I got that. I got uh, Gay Barack Obama. I got some real good, real good guys. In yep, he's on here, and he's uh he's verified somehow. Oh hell I mean, yeah! Even though you could All be right. verified on there, he's at Chadwick. If you want to go to Parlor, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he's been, he's been on this since 2018. What the fuck? That was a new app. <laughs> it's probably one of those things that like came out and then everybody forgot about it, and then it came out again. It's like whatever LO or whatever other Mastodon. Remember Mastodon? Ugh. 44 minutes ago at Hillary Rodham Clinton tweeted this out. The first time I slobbered Bill's knob, it had crabs all over it. Let me tell you, that was something. I don't know if that's the real Hillary. It's not. It's not a. It's, it's not, not verified. verified. <laughs> uh. Anyway, folks. Uh, thanks for listening to this week's uh, episode of Report This Post. Again, patreon.com slash report this post for a whole a whole more dozen plus posts about graduation. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and then you'll also find every every other episode in recent memory has also had an additional bonus episode. So if you liked last week's episode about the Sopranos, you'll find that there's a whole other episode about it on there for you. If you like the one about polygamy, vaping, Star Trek, H.P. Lovecraft, Metal, Nurses, Minecraft, etc. There's there's extra wow. bonus content for you. Uh, at report this post on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Report this post at gmail.com if you want to mail us posts. And again, that voicemail, if you want to hear your, your voice on the show, 904-468-POST. We might play it on here as a This Ain't It Chief, or you'll also find that we like to play our uh, listener voicemails on the Patreon 
episodes as well because uh, that's a good pl- place to just dump this this stuff that we have good content uh, and a uh, good way to kill time as well <laughs> Christian do you have anything else to offer any advice for our, uh, graduates out there uh, don't get married bye bye